Hello, and welcome back to Earthy Bruja Speaks. My name is Shannon. I am the Earthy Bruja, and this is my podcast. This is a new week. Happy New Week. It's Tuesday that I'm recording this, so you will either hear it today or tomorrow when I get it posted. I wanted to come on and talk with you all. I was a, did a little a small a hiatus from Saturday at sundown till supposed to have been Monday at sunrise, but I did get back on social and was looking around just for a brief moment, but Spirit just required me to go ahead and continue to lay in for a little bit. So I didn't do much yesterday. I got up and uh, reset my altars and set out offerings and cleaned up a little bit around the house and I honestly went back to bed and did nothing and it was it felt good. This past full moon was a doozy for me. Uh, it just seemed like it took a lot of energy out of me and so recuperating from that has been uh, something to something to witness, something to experience. And so, okay, dude, I'm, I'm driving, y'all, so you know how I am. If you've seen any of my lives, you know how I do when I be driving. Folks just be trying to get over and whatnot. But anyway, so um, back to what I was saying. So just spent the day resting yesterday, and um, it was well needed. And so I, I still feel like I could have stayed in bed another day today. But I got things to do, uh, people to see, places to go. And so I am en route to the shop. Uh, many of you already know I um, I manage the Enchanted Energy Haven in Waxahachie, and so that is where I'm headed to open the shop and get things ready for today. So, but um, I don't know if you had opportunity to see what I posted on uh, Twitter or Instagram today about patience. This came up as a question for me last week, and I kind of chewed on it a little bit and contemplated putting it out there and so today when I was getting ready to do my daily post that question came up again and so the question I want to post to you all here and then we can talk about it in greater detail than what's available on the on the uh, in the comment sections on the different socials is um, patience is it really a virtue and you know I don't know one of the questions I as is patience weaponized order to control the masses and possibly are you thinking that you're being impatient when in fact you're being stagnant or afraid to move or act but these are some questions and here's <laughs> funny how the question even came up for me I pulled into the service station well the gas station because they're not service stations anymore pulled into the gas station to get gas on Thursday I believe it was Thursday or Friday I don't recall but at any rate one of the pumps that I pulled up to had uh, the out of order, out of service, little yellow uh, dressing on the handle. So okay, so I said, well, I'll just wait here for the person in front of me, who seemed to be just about done, right? And I could just pull forward and begin using that pump. Well, I was, you know, and, and by the way, the all the islands, all the pumps were full. There was somebody at all of them, and the ones that didn't have anybody there were also out of service. So. Um, so I'm waiting and I'm looking on social and checking text messages and emails and whatnot, waiting for this young lady to move forward. And um, so I know I looked up and noticed that there was someone in the front seat in the passenger side. I was like, oh, that must be her, her younger son. And then something happened and she looked into the car and said something. And then this person gets out of the car. And I'm going to tell you, this was a whole grown ass man. 
listen, ladies, young and old, if you are driving around in a car and there's a whole grown-ass man in the car with you and they don't get out to pump the gas for you, you might want to reevaluate your relationship. I mean, I mean, I don't, I just don't understand. And open your mouth and say, hey, I'm driving, you pump. Period. Or whatever. But don't, don't do that. Don't, don't. Yes, you can be independent, yeah, but don't do that. Don't, don't do that. And fellas, if you're here listening, especially if you're my sons, which I know better, uh, you do not allow a lady to pump her own gas and you're anywhere in the car, period. It's, I mean, it's just, come on now. That's, don't do that. Don't do that. So anyway, so I watched this, ex- this exchange and then some now at this point, I'm like, damn, how long is we going to be sitting here waiting for her to... And then I looked around and I said, well, I could just pull off and, and go over there. It was like three three rows over and get that spot. But there was cars constantly pouring into the, to the thing. So back to the question, is patience really a virtue? And I'm sitting there going, do I, shit, I don't even feel like moving and, and negotiating with all these other cars. Okay, she'll be done in a minute. They're talking, he takes the pump, and she walks inside of the, inside of the store. And I'm like, well, God, dog, I thought she was going to be through. No, she had to go inside and go to the bathroom. And then she had to go to the register. And it was just all the, and so I'm still sitting here. And what should have taken me maybe three minutes tops took me about 10, 15 minutes. And it wasn't, I can't really attest it to being impatient because I, I to be honest with myself, I was not sitting there being productive waiting with grace for her and her her party to move forward i wanted to be done and get on back on the road i didn't have anywhere to be i wasn't in a hurry i was on my way home you know i wasn't you know trying to meet some deadline but just having to wait to what seems like unnecessarily was what the issue was and so again the question kept coming up is patience really a virtue you know what are we considering patience you know, and so I sat with that for a while. I sat with that for obviously a few days before I even had a discussion about it here. And I would love to hear you all's comments too about patience. And because I mean, as a kid, that was one of my mom's favorite things to put point out to me, or scriptures or proverbs. Patience is a virtue, Shannon. And it would be when I would voice my opinion about something that I was uncomfortable with, regards to. Uh, why we have to wait so long to go through this or why we have to go do this or so-and-so said so-and-so and I it was always made to redirect or minimize what I was feeling by saying be patient or you know Job had patience and the Lord was he the Lord allowed him to lose everything and he, and he never got angry also it was a way to dilute anger and not be angry you know as if anger was some type of a uh, inappropriate emotion to express and so coming out of the church with that type of a background I know I'm not like I said this before I'm not an anomaly so there's others who have these types of experiences and so I'm just curious as to how you all are processing these would-be conditioned or programmed acts of patience because sometimes I don't want to be patient I'm just gonna be honest I don't want to and I understand we're in the world of you know 
uh, 10 minute oil changes, uh, put something, a whole dinner in the microwave and it's done in a minute, you know, stuff like that. We're just not in, in, we're not programmed any longer to want to wait for things. Now granted, some things are worth the wait, okay? And in that, I do believe patience is a virtue. You know, watching the seeds you plant develop into the flower or the vegetable or whatever it was that you planted. Absolutely. Or to set the goal and work the goal and watch it unfold, right? But those things, there's action involved. The seed ain't just laying in the ground dormant. You have to water it. You have to position it in a place where it gets good sunshine, you know, and if it's, you know, need to be fertilized. There's, there's some things, there's some requirements of you other than just being still, okay? Um, those of you who've given birth, who've been pregnant and had children, you understand there is some patience to need that has to be had because the baby has to has to run it. The pregnancy has to run its course, and so you know you get there around about seven and a half, eight months, and you're like, "Ugh, I'm just ready for this to be over." And in that moment, in those weeks leading up to delivery, is where your patience is stretched. Because you want your baby to be healthy. You want it to take its necessary time in the womb and grow and get strong, healthy lungs and hearts and whatnot. But you also want your body back. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I know. I just be glad when they come on. And you, you, in your logical mind, you understand that this is a process that you have to endure. But in your emotional mind, you're just like, I'm ready to not be this have this invasion of my body I want my body back I want you know to eat what I want to eat I want to sleep how I want to sleep I want to do what I want to do I mean because just simple act of tying your shoes by that point is an issue you just slipping on slides just fuck, fuck it I ain't putting on no shoe with no laces if I can't slide these fat feet in it I'm not going going barefoot fuck it and so you're just ready to get back and take back control of your body this experience will teach you the art of patience because you can be grumpy, mump, groaning, and, and frustrated the entire remaining of the third trimester of your pregnancy. Or you can just, you know what? I, I submit to this. This is, this is the process. I submit to it and find joy in it, you know, and love and, and, and love on your body and your baby. You know, so you find a way, hopefully. Uh, it is my, it's my, it is my desire for you. I'm gonna say hopefully. It is my desire for you that if this is your, is your circumstance, that you find a way to find some joy and some peace in your waiting. And I, I don't know who I heard say that. It might have been. I don't. It might have been uh, Esther when she, with Abraham Hicks saying um, patience isn't about the waiting it's about the attitude of the waiting somebody else might have said who did I hear say that I'm trying to quote people properly when I hear somebody else said it so don't it wasn't my it ain't my original statement but patience is not the waiting it's the attitude while you wait and so if you think about that that too can be a barometer about your patience right but then when you think about uh, other more larger things like social injustice and you've been told be patient, be patient. Okay, when do we stop waiting and start acting? You know, how long is this road of, road of patience supposed to be? 
When do we get off of this long ass road of patience and start acting to initiate change? And so that's what I was grappling with sitting there at the at the gas station is how long am I going to wait behind this car before I go pull up somewhere else and get some gas? Because I'm watching folks pull in, get their gas and pull out. I could have done backed up and scooted over 10 times at this point. But I think in, in, this, in the waiting, it was a lesson for me to identify what's patience and what's inaction. To be able to have this discussion, to you know, lay it out on the table and dissect it. What is patience and what is inaction? Are you truly being patient with that person in your life who has shown you time and time again that they don't give a damn about you and you just wait for them to finally get it? Are you afraid to move on? Are you afraid to be by yourself? Are you afraid what will happen if you change directions in your life? Because that ain't patience. That's in action. You see? So I mean, these are questions that I've had for myself. And I, you know, I pose them to you all as well. Because many times we sit and wait for this outside in this outside source or action to do things in our lives to change them when we are the ones who need to make the change. Because I could have simply put my car in reverse, backed up, maneuvered, realigned myself with a different pump, got my gas, and moved the hell on. Could have easily done that. But I made a choice based on how I was feeling. Dude, really? 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 That's what we're doing today. Son of a gun. Again, y'all, I'm driving. I know how this goes. <laughs> y'all know how this goes. So, hmm. Was I, was I truly being patient at the gas station? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I just didn't feel like moving my truck. And because I knew I wasn't in a hurry to go nowhere. I just sat there and, sat and, and just watched the show that was unfolding in front of me. It, it, it wasn't patience at all. And it, this whole situation had me recall something from back uh, years ago when I went to go look for an apartment. And the young lady that was at the apartment uh, was working by herself. And so I sat and waited for her to finish up with someone who was there in the office that was an actual resident. And then she was going to show me an apartment. And I could tell she was frustrated and she was overwhelmed and stuff. And so I just said, okay, well, I, you know, it's Saturday morning. The kids are, at the time the kids were little, they were, they were with their dad. And, and, you know, I was out looking for an apartment to move into from my parents' house. Oh, God, this was years ago because the twins are now almost 32 in a couple months. And they were probably five or six. No, they weren't even six. They were five. So it's been a long time ago. At any rate, so I sat down and I waited. And she's like, I'm so sorry for making you wait. I said, no, it's no big deal, you know. And then she kept saying about, thank you for being so patient. That was, and even as we, we, we did become friends and, you know, because she lived on property and both of us were single, both of us had kids the same age, yada, yada, yada. Long story short, we became friends and she would always tell this story of how we met and that I was so patient and I was so patient. And... I look it back at that and the reality is 
I just didn't have shit else to do. It wasn't that I was so patient, that I was tolerant of the fact that I had to wait for her to see two or three other people before she was able to take me to see a unit. And then when we go see the unit, she had the wrong key. We had to go back to the apartment, to the office to get the right key. And then we went to show me, you know, it was just, it was this whole thing, right? And what should have been tops a 15 minute visit to see a, to see an apartment complex turned into about 45 minutes of, of not an hour. And it wasn't so much that I was being patient and, you know, and being gracious. I didn't have enough to do. And so I just sat. And in the just sitting, I also recognized my own personal value for my own time was under, I undervalued that. I undervalued my own time. I undervalued my own worth. And so I just said, nah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's all right. Now, granted, I don't think showing your ass in situations like that makes it any better either. But I could have very well said, you know what? I'll come back another time when you all have more time. And wouldn't visit somewhere else. I could have very easily. And in hindsight, had I done that, she and I would have never became uh, friends the way we did, which would end up being a very toxic relationship as far as friends went. And in, of course, about two or three years' time, we weren't friends anymore. Because I set a precedence with her that I would put up with certain inadequacies, I think I'm saying it right, uh, inadequacies, and certain behaviors that were a part of her norm that I didn't realize the day I met her, right? And so by setting that standard, she believed that she could behave and move in that same way no matter what was going on. And after a few years, it was like, you know what? Enough is enough, I'm done. And I couldn't blame her because that was the, the precedence that I set. That was the standard that I set when I met her, that it was okay to misuse my time. It was okay to take my kindness for weakness. It was okay to move this way. And so I go back to the question of, is patience really a virtue? Because you can tell people when they got you fucked up without being ugly and rude and obnoxious. You can simply say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go and I'll check back with you. Maybe you have a, different, a better schedule. I could have very easily did that. I didn't have to subject myself to this would be a 10-15 minute visit to turn into an hour's visit because I didn't feel like I had anything to do. I had plenty to do. It was Saturday. I could have been doing laundry, couldn't get my car washed, a service. You know, I could have went and saw two or three other different properties. There was plenty I could have been doing. And so, you know, this is me questioning what patience really is and is it truly a virtue? And if it's virtuous, virtuous for who? Because on the receiving end of you being impatient is the people you engage with, not necessarily you. Patience when it comes to things like waiting for the sun to rise, you have no control over that. The sun is gonna come up at its own pace. Uh, planting seeds in the ground, giving birth, all of these things are out of your control. 
yes, you can go to the doctor and have them induce your labor. But even with induced labor, that baby ain't coming to your body say it's time. They can pump you full of all kind of drugs. And until your body says, okay, I release you. And the baby say, okay, I'm ready to come. And they coordinate that thing together, your body and your baby. Ain't no baby coming nowhere. Unless they want to go in there and do a cesarean section. And that's something totally different. Again, out of your control. So the, just as I'm talking through, with, talking through this with you all, I'm hearing the fact that patience is applied to things, situations where you have no control of the outcome. Everything else is just in action. It's that simple. You know? Uh, and again, these are my opinions, so you may feel differently. But as I talk through this with you, you know, here and in, in, in the post that I have there on, on Instagram and, and, and Twitter, yeah, patience, true patience isn't acted and or applied when you don't have any control over how something, the outcome of something, you can't make it go faster. You cannot make the sun rise faster than it's supposed to. You have to wait. You put a cake in the oven, you can't make that cake cook faster than it's supposed to. It takes, and whatever the recipe says, it takes that amount of time. You can hike the heat up on your oven, yeah and burn the cake and have it raw on the inside or have it dry. They're, they, these, these things are set up because of the, <laughs> the scientific equation of it all, how it's all supposed to work out scientifically. So you, you either gonna be angry and mad and stomp around the house and make a cake fall or bitter and upset and angry that you're still pregnant at eight and a half months and then end up with heartburn and indigestion, transference, all that energy to your unborn child. Are you going to wait and offer yourself in situations some grace and peace and, and calmness? There is where patience is, I would say, required and most true. Me dealing with somebody whose behavior or attitude is unacceptable and I don't confront them about it or I don't get up and walk away that ain't fucking patience that's inaction and I'm just that's how I feel about it because there have been relationships that we've all been in that we should have left a long time ago and we thought that we was patient with them no you weren't you were afraid to act because everybody, everything else in this world has a consequence to your actions except when someone's dealing with you. And then you let them just do whatever the fuck they want to do and say you're being patient with them. No, you're not. No, you're not. That's not patience. And so I encourage you, I invite you, and this is for myself as well. I'm not just pointing at you. This is for myself as well. This whole experience, this whole conversation comes up because I'm questioning for myself, what is truly patience? And is patience really a virtue? And so, yeah, I challenge you, I encourage you to question your own actions with regards to patience. What does it mean and look like for you? How are you 
either undervaluing your, your, your own personal time, your worth, your positions in relationship. And because of that, you're calling it patience when you don't move accordingly when somebody got you fucked up. I'm being shown a vision of a small child learning to tie their shoes and you're teaching them how to tie their shoes. And you don't get mad at the small child and talk to them crazy because they don't learn to tie it the first time around. You teach them how to tie the shoe and you be patient with them and learn. Okay, that is a different scenario when dealing with people. When they are learning something that you're teaching them, that they are stretching their understanding, the capacity to understand how to achieve that outcome a small child learning to tie his or her shoes, okay? But a whole grown-ass adult who, say, can't control his or her libido to the point where they're unfaithful in supposedly a committed relationship, that ain't patience, baby. Uh, someone who steals from you because they have an addiction, well, yes, the addiction makes them sick, yes, and they, they can't control their addiction, no. But you can control the proximity they have to you and your shit to keep them from stealing your shit. You can be patient with them with some strong and healthy boundaries. Okay? So, it's... It, I think one of the questions I asked, and I mentioned it earlier here, too, is... Has patience been weaponized to control the masses? Well, you just have to be patient with them. They, 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 they just don't understand. Or you know they got a situation. Or you know... No. No. Set strong, healthy boundaries. Strong, healthy boundaries. And operate patience from the boundary line. Operate patience from the boundary line. Y'all, I hope this has been something that you can dig your teeth into, you can grab hold to, and in some shape, form, or fashion, it is my desire that this enriches your life, makes you better, makes you stronger, makes you more aware. And as always, thank you so much for joining me here on Earth the Proof I Speaks. Thank you for listening to me, allowing me to come into your space share my thoughts with you and as always you can find me at earthybruja.com you can follow me on instagram twitter facebook also at earthybruja remember earthy is without an a e-r-t-h-y-b-r-u-j-a and for those of you in dfw feel free to stop into the shop and see me here at enchanted energy haven in waxahachie have a fantabulous day i love you peace and blessings ciao Thank you for joining. You may find me at earthybrewhot.com on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Feel free to go over to earthybrewhot.com and join the group there. We're also always offering new information as well as coupon codes. In order to get those early before anybody else, you must be a member. So go over to earthybrewhot.com and become a member and download the app there. Um, Other places you can find me or you can also join us on Patreon. We'll be launching 
uh, postings on Patreon next month in April. So go ahead and join. Uh, Very inexpensive options there. Looking forward to seeing you all there. I am again, thank you so much for coming and joining me here on Anchor. You can find this podcast on all platforms that is available. So we're just going to leave that there and then you can find this podcast at all the platforms. Um, I think this is the closing I'm going to do for now. It might get updated. It might get (laughs) edited. So here is that for now. Peace and blessings to you all. Again, know that you're fully loved and fully supported. Have an amazing day.